0: <laughs> back. (laughs) We'll be right back. Good evening and welcome to episode 321 of the Private Property Podcast host Uzama Dungwa Kumalo. It's the Wednesday edition of the Private Property Podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the only daily property podcast in the country, helping you make better property decisions. doesn't matter where you are on your property journey, whether you're looking to buy, to you know, sell, to rent or to build, we're certainly here to help you along the way. And all our regular viewers from Facebook to Instagram, as well as YouTube, welcome to it. You know how we do every single weekday you and i have an appointment at 7 p.m where i'm always in conversation with a property expert who helps us tackle a hot property issue and certainly aids us in being able to make better property decisions. And talking about making better property decisions, you know that uh, we love making the property circle bigger and bigger. We are running our road to 1 million followers on Facebook. And, of course, all you have to do uh, to be able to participate in that competition where we give away 500 grand cash every single evening is to engage with our page as much as possible. Make sure that you comment, uh, whether it's on this live or any other uh, of our posts. The more you comment, the higher the chances of you being uh, a winner. Make sure that you share the lives, whether it's this show or the other great shows that I will be telling you about in a little bit. Or of course, make sure that you you give us a review uh, on Facebook. Let us know how you you are liking the page and the amazing content that we get to bring to your screens. And doing all of that, That puts you in a position to be one of the winners of our uh, competition where you can walk away with 500 grand in cash every single weekday. Now, the big thing to note about entering the competition is if you know you've entered, you know that you send us those green hearts or you you ask us questions and comments, you've given us a review, uh, you certainly share the lives watch the show every single evening at 7pm watch the show because um every day halfway through the show we share who the lucky winner is and you have to be watching us live in order to claim your prize and the moment you text us down here below uh then you will be walking away with that cash if we do not get somebody who raises their hand in time then the money rolls over that's exactly what happened for the past two nights. We've had money roll over in the money bag and the money bag is currently sitting at 1,500 rands. So if you know you've entered, you know that you've been participating, then you definitely want to make sure that you watch the show until the end uh, and want to you know, claim your prize and you, of course, can walk away with that 1,500 rands. Well, I did tell you there are also a whole host of other great shows that you can look forward to here on private properties of social media pages. It's a way so is the class and later on is going to be bringing you the first time home buyers show, which is always in conversation with people who only walked that first time home buying journey, but have gone on to grow their property portfolios from strength to strength. So if you know that you want to learn from people who you know, grow their property portfolio, the different strategies um, that they use and also the lessons that they've learned along the way, then that is a show you don't want to miss out on this evening at 8 p.m. And every Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have award-winning farmer Umba Linogu, who brings you the farming podcast all of your agricultural needs so do make sure that you tune into that one as many of you who watch the show know i love the farming podcast uh, especially because i you know i'm growing my own garden uh, at home and it's such an important thing to be able to to do certainly for me Uh, i I miss growing parts of my food uh, something that i did a couple of years back so really looking forward to what the fruits of my labor are going to be and every mondays and fridays Chad brings you the home show. It always takes us through incredible properties that you can find on www.privateproperty.co.za. And if you want to get a snapshot of what you can expect from ex- Visit, uh, properties in different estates so of course those that many of us can actually afford then that is a show that you do not want to miss out on and then of course it is our conversation this evening uh, i do hope that you're now you know plugged in you already love seeing uh, all the great love that you you know always send us down here below so i want to see that you know the green hearts that you love uh, showing on, and see who is marking the register for this evening's show uh, as we kickstart conversation about how do i increase my resident retention if you know that you're a landlord this is one of those pressing issues that you always want to um, be able to answer are you retaining your current tenants you know what What factors that you have control over uh, can you better in order for you to be able to keep your tenants and, of course, give them value for money? I see some of the love that we're already getting. I see you, Abida Albertine, Gloria Mateba, as well as Utabo Mateba. Uh, And these are some of the new names that I never call out. So, of course, if you want us to give you a shout out live on air, uh, do engage with us down here below. You can use that hashtag, uh, you know, the live podcast. You can use the hashtag. Time of one million followers uh, to engage with us on our Facebook page. Well, this evening I'm in conversation with Ukoliswa Shabalala, who's a sales consultant at Nong Wealth and, and also an estate agent. Oluswa, uh, good evening, and thank you so much for joining us on the show. Good
1: evening,
0: Zama. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, because I think, and we were talking, you know, off air about how important particularly now in the uh, economic climate that we're finding ourselves in, that landlords understand the importance of, you know, not just generally, you know, retaining their tenants, but what actually goes into being able to successfully retain your tenants. I think before we go into, you know, the nitty gritties of what you can do, what you shouldn't do, uh, you know, if you have current tenants and, and whatnot, then let's look at firstly just an overview of how landlords should best be looking at um, you know their their tenant strategy because I think some landlords still don't quite know what they're doing. Uh, some you know do it themselves. Some work with you know in a rental agent, um, but they still don't quite have a good sense of what exactly is going on. What kind of strategy uh, or overlook or, or, um, or look rather should a landlord be um, you know focusing on when they know that uh, they want to best service their tenants?
1: Okay. Um, Thank you, Zama, for that question. I think um, to maybe start it off um, with what you are saying, some landlords prefer to um, manage their properties uh, by themselves. So now what you need to understand when managing a property by yourself is you are essentially employing um, yourself, and that's going to be a full-time job that you now need to take on um, to actually see to it that all the needs – um of that tenant and that property are always taken care of. Um, so you can either take that route or you can take the route of using a rental um, management um, agent, which is then going to assist you in that process. So they do that as um, a job that they 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 take on. So when you use a rental management agent, you then take the the, the, the duties from yourself and, and to the 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 agent that's going to be assisting you in that so there's essentially those two routes and in one you pay um for an agent to see the process um through professionally and in the other you try and save some money and you try and um, see uh, your whole process by yourself
0: mm-hmm. and i, I you, you know also I think one of the great things I like is we need to understand how differently that, uh, you know, retention strategy, if we call it that, is going to look if you are a DIY, you know, landlord who manages your portfolio yourself and you essentially, that's that's part of, that's, that's a responsibility that you need to be aware of. Uh, it's a 24 hour, Uh, you know, responsibility. So 24-7, you're on call versus when you work with a rental agent and and how that dynamic differs substantially. I want us to look into that, Tolisso. So when you work or when you do this by yourself versus when you work with uh, an agency, What are some of the things that you won't have to think about uh, when you're working, for example, with an agent versus if you do it yourself? Because as you've pointed out, some some landlords might think, look, there's a a cost factor. If I work with the rental agent, it's going to eat into my bottom line. Maybe it's not so much of a big deal. Let me just do it myself. But we know that it's, it's not just about, you know, I lose out that X 100 rounds every month, it it goes beyond that. So what what are the benefits really when you work with an agent that you know you're just not going to have to deal with if you were to work with yourself? Okay,
1: so I want us to start from the moment when you need to procure um, a tenant you can try and um, market your property by yourself and potentially get um, someone that will want to come rent that property. Firstly, if you do get that person, um, how are you going to make sure that you have all their background information in terms of screening them um, to see that when they move into the property, Are they even going to be able to afford to to, to live in that property? Estate agents or rental um, agents have such strategies in place to assist you at any given time if they um, come across anyone who's interested to come spend the property. So it's definitely not a problem. Let's get you pre-approved first. If it means um, the estate agent is going to call... the potential client uh the potential tenants previous landlord they will do that in order to make sure that they have all the information that will assist you in essentially having a tenant that will also be beneficial to your business a tenant that will not ruin your property a tenant that has a good um paying history some tenants don't mind paying on on the 15th and then on the other month they pay on the sixth and then on the other month, you know, and such things you can't really find out until you are in the deal. Mm. If you are not going to be assisted in getting all of those records, then you can see, okay, this person this month paid 3000 rands. The other month they paid, um, 2.9, you know, so all, information just from procuring the tenant um is necessary and you cannot get all of that by yourself now moving on to when you actually now have the tenant um we spoke about things like communication um always being there to to take a call and be like i'm on my way uh the giza's broken i we work full-time jobs And in as much as you work a full-time job, your tenant also has a full-time job. So your tenant is working from home and they need the electricity, but you are at work and you can't do anything. So now that would also affect um, how your tenant now goes forward with the, the, the deal because it's almost as if you don't care about them or you can't make the time to fix their problems. When in a matter of fact, you are not even supposed to be doing that. There is someone who is professionally um, designated to be assisting you with that. So it's, I could say it's, it's small things that we want to look um, over, but now those things will affect ultimately the experience that you have with your tenant and how how much you get to grow your business. Because now if you're spending so much of your time running around different properties um let's just say you own six investment properties and trust me there's going to be something with this one the other month that's that one you can't be doing that you you cannot be doing that um so yeah you need professional help and as much as you wouldn't want to be um in a i'm just trying to think of an example you wouldn't want to go to a hospital and tell them, me, I'm trying to save the
0: money, so I'm
1: gonna be my own nurse for today.
0: I love love that example right because it's an example that you know another case is actually used before that when you work with a professional agent uh, you get the benefit of somebody who does this for a living it's not it's not their side hustle for the most you know it's, it's not a thing they're doing on the side the way that you perhaps might be doing it on the side and even when you're looking at some of the the things that your tenant may you know may have it actually even made me think about some of the tenant issues that I, you know, sometimes face and I, I manage a bulk of, you know, or a certain portion rather of, of my portfolio. And part of the reason why I wanted to manage it was to be able to get that experience. So, when I started off, I actually worked with, uh, you know, a, a rental agent because I knew I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I'd rather first cultivate that relationship and not have to do things like, you know, sourcing my own tenant and the likes. And once I got to grips with, with that, I was able to then manage my own, own portfolio and when you realize that a giza bursts at one o'clock in the morning uh, and you might be asleep at that time it's fine when you wake up you need to be on the ball with you know contacting your insurance and making sure that your tenant understands that you do in fact have their best interest at heart and whatever issue they raise, uh, you're going to deal with it as efficiently and as quickly as possible. I want to find out from the viewers at home, if you're you're a landlord, are you managing your portfolio yourself or are you using a rental agent? And what's your experience uh, with managing it yourself or even with managing it um, via an agent? If you've done both, which one do you prefer? Um, Do share with us down here, below. So are you a DIY landlord or are you working with an agent and what has your experience in that regard been? I see some of the love that we're getting on our Facebook page. Uh, I see that there's Uyan Matabuli uh, and Mo and Dwane also showing us some love there uh, as well as Dumiso Nkrohu. We absolutely love, love, love uh, hearing from you at home. Remember, you can keep engaging with us and that's going to certainly increase your odds of standing a chance to walk away with 500 Rand every single day in cash. This evening, the money uh, bag is sitting at 1,500 rands. Let's find out who that potential winner of the 1,500 rands is. And and there you see it. Uh, we've got Amanda Chloet, uh, who is this evening's Uh, winner and Amanda Cluet firstly you need to make sure you text us down here below Uh, so get in the comment section drop us a message in order to claim your prize Uh, the only way that this prize is going to land into your uh, banking account is if you claim it before the end of the show the money bag is sitting at 1500 rand. so Amanda Cluet make sure that you message us so you can get it and more of your comments and com- uh, comments on Facebook. We've got a great one here from Chanel Faree who says you get horrible tenants, too, damaging property and so on. It makes it difficult for good tenants, which is a really and that's such an important uh, thing to note. That sometimes it really does make it difficult to manage. Um, you know, when you get good tenants, especially if you've had experience with you know not so great tenants. And I think that's a particular strain for DIY landlords. Whereas, as Utulusa pointed out, when you're working with an agent this is their job so even part of their books their tenants are not so great and they are great tenants so they know that there's a variety of different tenants so when you manage your own property by the time you deal with one really bad tenant uh, it kind of puts you off dealing with um, other tenants in the future now when we then look at what landlords can can do to you know better their odds of retaining their tenants. Um, what are some of those things? And and I want us to be clear because we're even seeing this off air. We're not going to look at the tenants who you know change Um, where they live based on let's say they now have a different job in another part of town uh, or another province where they really do have to leave you know your place is now too far and so it's not going to be convenient so we're not looking at external factors um, that causes your tenants to leave like change of location Uh, we're looking at you know, factors that a landlord can manage and mitigate and make sure that it you know it's probably even part of their value proposition for how they better manage their tenants. So, Polisa, what are some of those things then uh, should we be focusing on as landlords that are going to better our odds at retaining our tenants?
1: Okay, thank you so much, Zama, for that question. I think um, the very first and the most important um Thing I could say would be very beneficial to any investor out there looking to retain um, and is get management company on your side. That's if you decide to use a, a, a management company. I mean, if you don't and you are comfortable that you um, can do it that way, I would say build the trust with the tenant and, and, and set clear um, expectations and, and, and all of that in terms of the fact that you be doing it by yourself and this is how everything is going to go. But if you're going to be using um, a, a, a management company, make sure that whichever management company you choose to go with is going to be able to um, service your property um, in, a, in, a, in a very distinct way because rental uh, ma- rental management companies are different, and as much as estate agencies in general are different, don't go with the very first rental manager that you come across. Take that time to do your research on 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 which uh, rental agent is is working where, because now. You don't want to use a rental agent that is working in a totally different area to come manage a property in another totally different area. They don't know the markets. They're not familiar with the place in general. So like do your research in terms of who exactly you are working with. So that even going forward, um, you can bring them back to, to saying uh, Mr. Rental agent. So, and so you said you will be able to offer this to me. So that's when, they do not, um, actually do that for you. Um, number two, I would say the lease agreement is very, very important. So this is also something that your rental agent could also assist you with. Um, sorry. Um, please
0: excuse no, you, can, yes. you, you. We're still able to hear you very well. Felisa. Uh, luckily, we know that these things sometimes uh, happen when you are, you know, in their live, uh, and you know, people make a noise in the background. It's just the nature of, unfortunately, what we find ourselves in. So don't worry there. I think I'll take it to a few of the comments that we're getting from our viewers at home as we look at how do I increase my resident retention this evening. I'm in conversation with the colleague a sales consultant at Longwealth as well as an estate agent, and really. Getting a better understanding of what the difference is when you you know uh, you manage your own property portfolio versus when you work with a uh, with a with a rental agent and the value you get from both I think there's certainly quite a bit of value you get even when you manage it yourself uh, Maybe you want to be closer to you know your tenants You want to understand uh, tenants in a particular you know segment or in that particular area and you want to use that experience perhaps you know in the following year or even thereafter when you then build a relationship with a rental agent so both sides certainly have uh, their value and a lot of us want to always get a better sense of how we can do better but more than anything how we keep our tenants especially the good tenants we talk so much about uh, you know the difficulty of getting good tenants the importance of maintaining a good relationship with those good tenants and how you know the cost of losing a good tenant um, because you didn't service them adequately. So those are some of the key themes that we've already spoken uh, with Uqaliswa Shabalala. And of course, earlier on in the show, I asked you at home, are you managing your own property portfolio or are you perhaps you know, working with the rental agent? And if you're re- working with an agent or managing yourself, how is the experience like? Uh, do you share with us down here below. We've got Uma Muchuan on Facebook saying that I'm a DIY landlord, Mama. I'm keen to hear from you. Your know, how was the experience going? Uh, you know what made you choose managing it yourself, even if it's one property, versus working with the rental agent? And we've got Oubutale uh, Ramorula saying I'm a landlord myself, and I told my tenants to stop paying for two months because I knew that hard uh, how hard things have been for all of us, and I absolutely love that. Um, you know, but we we've spoken about this so much that when landlords understand, uh, we'll say the economic and even the social pressures that we find ourselves in, and you know that you have, you know, financial space to you know, give your tenants whether it's a discount, um, you know when it comes to rent relief or in your case saying you know you can go without paying rent for two months, especially last year when we were seeing so many people's your know, incomes being affected, that's a way to build. Trust and rapport so that in the future your tenant also would probably take care of their better, uh, your place even better, you know, because they're not just thinking, ah, it's this landlord of only and they don't care about what is happening. If I'm even like, two days late, uh, I'm already, you know, getting all sorts of things from them. So building that relationship uh, is so crucial, especially because so many tenants are also staying for longer periods in some places. So you really do want to make sure that as they stay in your place, uh, they don't damage it and look after it as much as possible. Now uh, at you are you know saying earlier the before we got disturbed because it's the nature, unfortunately, of, you know, these live broadcasts, you know, you we were talking about then the value that you get with working with a, a rental agent and the importance of understanding things that are in the lease agreement because they can speak to, you know, that mechanism that you're able to use uh, when you want to retain your tenants. When we look at some of the things that landlords can do better, you know, what can a landlord do better um, that can help them keep their tenants um, as much as possible,
1: okay, um, just to take it from what you were uh, just talking about now um, with keeping um, good good tenants and making sure that they stay with, I think it, it's also very important that we um, acknowledge the fact that there are disruptive tenants that you will come across, and that's just the reality of um, the whole process so when you do come across a tenant that you do think that it's not gonna work out be- between you and them, uh, because of things that you've seen or, or or their 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 credits um their their screening uh credit history or whatever may be the case. I think in as much as we would like to retain um tenants, let's also Remember that if you do come across someone that you really do believe that you cannot work together, do not want to um, take that tenant and, and, and keep them and hope to try to get them to, to, to behave in a different manner or anything like that. If you do find a tenant like that, deal with them. If, if, if needs be, because they are going to cost you um, in the future. Uh, I think one of the comments came through um, that spoke about how tenants can, can absolutely uh, damage the property. Mm-hmm. I've had to sell a property that was on a market value worth about 1 million rands. But we had to sell it for about 700,000 because the tenant that was living in that particular unit had literally damaged most of the things and the owner now didn't have the money to fix it up so that we sell it in a better condition so you got the tenant yes they were with you yes they were paying rent but now when they leave you they're going to leave you with a much bigger um, problem in terms of, uh, of your finances so if you do come across someone that you genuinely believe that you cannot work with do not want to
0: Bypass um, all the signs that might be. So I'm I'm not quite sure whether we're we're having bad signal with Okolusa (laughs) or myself, but I suspect that it measures so we do apologise for that. Uh, of course, this evening I'm in a conversation with Shabalala, who uh, is a sales and con- a sales consultant at Longwealth, as well as an estate agent. And we're looking at how do I increase my resident retention. Uh, I, I I hate it when you know our signal sort of uh, you know loses us, especially towards the tail end of our conversation. But I've got my colleague here, Pilar, telling me that it's it's on her side, it's not uh, on my side side this evening. And I think we're going to take the last bits of your comments and questions this evening as of course we look at you know, retaining our tenants, giving good value for our tenants because they ultimately are a customer and there's a service that we're providing for them. And it's so crucial that as landlords we understand that. And uh, we've got here Butilezi. Butelezi. Uh, Menzi, I'm seeing more and more of you in the comments section. I absolutely love that. Do you keep um, engaging with us, Umenzi saying i have an estate i have have an agent that manages my apartment the admin and logistics are very stressful and I can attest to this. They can be quite stressful. Uh, I'm very you know bad with, with admin. And so I tend to like to not do as much admin as possible or get a resource that is able to assist with admin. It's such an important thing to be able to have. And it's important for you as a landlord to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Uh, the reality of, you know, property uh, from an investment perspective and having tenants is that there is going to be admin. So if you know it isn't quite your strong point, put in systems that either you know as make it easier for you or, of course, a resource that can assist in that regard. Uh, I see we're still having some issues with the so we're going to, unfortunately, wrap our conversation before hearing the last word from her signal um, is not too great at the moment. But really the core of our conversation with Poliswa is understand the value that you provide as, as a landlord, whether you're doing it yourself. And if you're doing it yourself, you need to understand that, you know, There are things that you're going to have to do uh, that are not your job, especially because a lot of landlords you have a full-time job, you know, you have a family and all kinds of responsibilities versus when you're working with an agent who does all of the legwork for you. And the importance of understanding what the lease agreement says. Also helps you in facilitating, um, you know, retaining your tenant, uh, and of course, also mitigating risks as much as possible. And I think some of what's certainly come out from the viewers at home is around meeting your tenant, not even halfway, but. Really building rapport and a relationship with your tenant, and that's such an important skill to have. I mean, one of the listeners was sharing how she uh, gave her tenant, you know, two months off uh, to not pay rent because we understand that we're in very financially difficult times, and that kind of relief for a tenant can have such a huge impact for them in the long run. Well, that's certainly it from myself this evening on the Private Property Podcast. Unfortunately, we haven't had Amanda Clawett claiming that 1,500 rands, meaning that money goes into the money bag. And tomorrow, the prize is going to be sitting at two thousand rands so remember if you're engaging with us you're sharing um you want to watch the show until the very end you want to also uh, make sure that you send you comment down here below in order to claim your prize. well it's a wednesday so later on st Klassen is coming to your screens i'll be back on your screens on friday uh tomorrow evening unfortunately i will not be with you uh, so i'll be back on your screens on friday at 7 p.m the show is continuing though so don't think the show is not continuing of course we're going to have the show uh tomorrow evening Matashinana will be holding it down and until then certainly do hope you're going to be staying home and staying safe